Aloha, it's Kiana, and here are today's top Hawaii headlines from the editors at the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Also, huge mahalo to Long's Drugs Hawaii for sponsoring the show. Head on over to your neighborhood Long's Drugs for all your shopping needs. A violent attack at a popular night spot in Waikiki is raising concerns about crime and tourist destinations. In March, military veteran and Waikiki resident Joe Herter and his girlfriend, Amanda Canada, were assaulted by a group of men as they left Kelly O'Neill's Bar and Grill. The attack took place at Lure Street and Kalakaua Avenue, the same corner where 20-year-old Marcus McNeil was fatally shot eight days earlier. Herter and Canada were beaten by about four to six young men. They believe they were targeted because they are white. Canada's purse, cell phone, and sunglasses were also stolen. Hawaii Lodging and Tourism Association President and CEO Mufi Hanneman plans to gather Waikiki business owners and law enforcement officials for a public safety coalition meeting to discuss the issue in May. The forum will address rising crime rates that began when Waikiki businesses reopened after the pandemic slowdown. City officials are still trying to decide how to spend a significant portion of the $386 million awarded through the American Rescue Plan Act. Honolulu received its first ARPA installment of $193 million in June, and the balance is expected to arrive this summer. How those funds are allocated is causing friction within the state government. Mayor Rick Blanjardi's administration and city council members disagree over who should make spending decisions. Under the city charter, the council must allocate funds before Honolulu Hale distributes the money. However, Blanjardi is using a pandemic-focused city budget exemption that was adopted in 2020 to largely bypass council participation. So far, ARPA spending decisions have been made through an unofficial nine-person committee created within the city administration. The process has raised concerns about transparency and public oversight. The administration previously said the council will be able to allocate the second $193 million installment when it arrives late this year. Governor David Ige is pushing the Honolulu Board of Water Supply to complete repairs to its wells in an attempt to make up for capacity lost due to the Red Hill emergency. Ige on Monday told the Star Advertiser Spotlight Hawaii that about 15% of island wells are down for repairs. He said fixing those sites would restore more water capacity to Oahu than was lost when three wells were shut down due to a jet fuel leak at the Navy's Red Hill fuel storage facility. Board of Water Supply Manager and Chief Engineer Ernie Lau said fixing wells that are under repair could help, but it won't solve Oahu's water problems. Lau said it is normal for pumps at the island's 90 well stations to periodically undergo maintenance or replacement. The department ensures that there is a backup supply to account for routine repairs, but the Red Hill incident compromised those plans. New water sources are being investigated, but that process could take years, Lau said. The department is fast-tracking repairs of its offline wells and equipment, but it might be months before the wells are recertified by the Department of Health. In the meantime, Oahu residents, government agencies, and businesses are being urged to voluntarily reduce water by 10%. The field of candidates to become Honolulu's 12th police chief has been narrowed down to eight finalists. 
An out-of-state consultant hired by the Honolulu Police Commission asked 12 candidates to answer a series of essay questions and list their 18 most significant jobs and assignments. PSI Services read and scored the responses and reviewed each candidate's training and job experience before making a decision last week. The next step of the application process is known as the Assessment Center, which is composed of oral and written exercises. Candidates who make it past the next phase will take part in final interviews with the commission. The names and resumes of the final four candidates will be shared with the panel and the public in May. Commission members are expected to select the next chief in June. After three seasons at the University of Southern California, Punahou School graduate Kaulana Makaula entered the transfer portal in January and will join the University of Hawaii football team this summer. Makaula graduated from Punahou in 2019 and was named to the Star Advertiser's All-State second team. During his time at USC, he moved from safety to inside linebacker and finished last year with three tackles in a backup role. He is expected to play at nickelback for the Rainbow Warriors. McCullough said he wasn't unhappy at USC, but wanted to take the next step in his college football career. He also wants to be part of what the Warriors are promoting as the Brotherhood under new head coach Timmy Chang. Including the COVID year exemption, McCullough has three seasons of NCAA eligibility left. For more on these stories and all the latest headlines, subscribe to the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Visit Hawaii's top source for breaking news online at StarAdvertiser.com and download the Star Advertiser mobile app. Mahalo, have a great day, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.